Yeah, welcome back. Uh. Season four of the average joke show. Uh. So tell me, are you down? Uh. Are you down? Yeah. So tell me, are you down? Remember season one was your favorite episode. Tell me, are you down? Back in season two, we talked about what's good for you. Are you down? We lost a lot in season three, but I hope you stay down with me, yeah. Tell me how you down, tell me how you down. Season four. Yeah. Tell me how you down, tell me how you down, yeah. It's the average show show. Tell me how you down, tell me how you down, yeah. This is an Average Joe Media Production. Welcome to an episode of Thoughts of an Average Joe Podcast. This is Toroy Jackson, man, your favorite Average Joe. And today, it's going to be another episode of the series called Unlocking Femininity. And today, I have two lovely guests. I have Akile from A Moment with A and LA Podcast. How are you doing today? Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Why are you laughing at me? Cause that's like your that's like your trademark. That's like your staple. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Y'all starting already. <laughs> oh man, Diana, how we doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, y'all. Oh my gosh, how's everybody mental doing? Good. The change in the weather is really throwing my it's allergies off. It's hot, cold, cold, hot. Like, bitch, can you choose? It's like the longest it's been cold since I've been here. I mean, well, it's supposed to last until the end of February. We'll see. But normally it's like cold once a month, but it's been like cold. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be stepping on silent. Whoa. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, but I'm good. That's good. You mental health D good? It's all right. On a scale of one to ten, what are we talking about? We had an eight today. Okay. okay. Today. 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 That's not all right. That's, right. Like, that's pretty good. Big like, eight? Today. That's lit. That's solid. Today. I'm good. Going to do some things. Life changes, but I'm here. I'm good. That's good. Because I could be dead, you know? Period. You know what I'm saying? But I'm good. True. <laughs> so today, right, I wanted to talk about, um, in this series, I wanted to talk about a few things, but I wanted to touch on, um, first of all, what does being feminine mean to you? Oh, is that starting off? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess allowing me to be in my natural state as mm-hmm. a woman. And what is your natural state as a woman? Soft, um, well taken care of, stress-free, mm-hmm. just 
free. Okay. If that makes any sense. It does. Um, I would agree. I think when I think of like femininity, I know like for a lot of people, like when they hear the word like feminist or feminine, like, you know, stuff like that, they always be like, oh, y'all hate men. <laughs> it's like, wait, whoa. How did we get here? It has nothing to do with that. But when I think of femininity, I think of um, like DSA, like being soft, like being able to just be relaxed and calm and be vulnerable. Like if I want to cry, I know that like I can cry with you and you're not going to be like judging me or making me feel like I can't cry. And that you can just like you can take care of me, like the inner parts of me. Uh So what is it? So what does it take? For you to be like, what does a man have to do consistently for you to be soft with him? Show up. Okay. Like, I was just telling someone recently, like, I don't think there's ever been a time that you just haven't shown up for me. Like, even if it's something small, like, you make it a habit to make sure I have whatever I need. So I think it's just time and just trust. I don't know. Lately, it's changed for me, but definitely showing up when I need you to show up um, and allowing me to be soft. There are moments where I think this is my first time being single as long as I've been like in my life for like where I'm actually just focusing on self Mm -hmm. and not relying on anyone else. Mm -hmm. But it's just being my I don't want to say my backbone but being an anchor of a sort mm. okay so you said it changed for you what was it before I'm still trying to figure that out I'm trying to learn myself all over again mm. and that's the process and that's a process yeah. alone like uh-huh. I'm trying to figure out do I really like this activity or was I just liking it because he liked it mm. so it's that a lot sense. that I'm trying to unlearn and relearn if that makes any sense that makes sense so yeah all right, so this is going to be the crux of the episode, then I got a few more questions after that. Basically, it's like, the, what I want to touch on today is why women are so tough in the workplace, but then come home and are still tough at home. I think, because at the first half of your question, I was going to mm-hmm. say because we have to be. Mm-hmm. Like we got to be tough in the, in right. the workplace, because y'all not about to walk over me. Correct. Right? Y'all not about to be trying trying me. <laughs> Period. Mm -hmm. But I think when you come home and you don't have a spouse who is experienced in leading and serving your household as a man, I can't wind down. Like, I can't make that transition because I'm not with someone that allows me to. Mm -hmm. Like, I got to be tough in the workplace and then I got to come home and be tough because you don't like to make decisions. (laughs) You don't like to do this. You don't like to do that. So it's like, it's because you have to be. Um... And I think a lot of it is just me mirroring what my mom did. Mm. Like, I didn't grow up with a man in the house. So, I, all I know is how to be strong. Yeah. So, when you actually... When you're not used to seeing something happen, you're not used to growing up in a two-parent household. Mm-hmm. All you know how to do is... It's hard to turn off. Yeah. It's hard to turn off because you're so used to doing this. All right, so a couple questions. Mm. So how do you get it to turn off? Because if that's all you've seen, right? So how do you get to a point to where you can let a man lead and make decisions if that's all you've known for most of your life? 
I would say because one, I don't really know. You know, like this is all hypothetical because mm. I haven't, <laughs> right? I haven't been there to be able to accurately think mm-hmm. about it. But mm-hmm. if I were to think like futuristic, is one being with a man that wants to lead. Like you want that role, so you can have it. But then I also think that very man he has to be understanding. Where it's like it's not gonna happen overnight. Like I'm not gonna just overnight just be this person because I've never been that person before. Kind of mm-hmm. like how Dia was saying that she's relearning herself. Yeah. You have to learn how to be submissive, how to be this way, especially if you never grew up seeing it. Yeah, it's I guess it's just talking to your partner and letting your partner know, like, hey, look, I didn't grow up with this, mm-hmm. so teach me. Yeah, what you look what you need in a partner it's all it comes down to communication but Mm -hmm. like it's hard to turn off especially when you didn't you don't have something to compare it to Mm -hmm. like what is my role as a woman in the household Mm -hmm. when all i know is my mom did everything literally everything so i don't know how to split these up i don't know what the pros and cons are like it's a learning experience didn't grow what didn't grow up with it so i don't know what it looks like Mm -hmm. yeah in y'all last relationship, did y'all feel like y'all partner? I know definitely not you. But <laughs> <laughs> that's the way she was shaking her head. So, okay, wait. So, when you're in your previous marriage, did, <sighs> did was there ever a time in the relationship where you felt like you could be soft? And no. And I just never felt like I could breathe. Like, you know what it's like when you're just, when you know you're about to walk into, like, a hostile situation, mm-hmm. so you're just automatically on guard, and you just right. can't let that guard down? Right. That's how it felt all the time. Even before y'all got married? No. Okay. Before, like, but I can't, we were kids. I mean, that's true. So I can't even, like, accurately say, like, we were kids. We were, like, 20. You know? But, bro. So, yeah, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lord. I hate y'all for laughing. <laughs> y'all were babies, though. We y'all were, were kids. But so. no. I can't say me either. <laughs> like, no. There are moments when I wanted to, and we had talks about it, and. You can only front for so long mm-hmm. that you're able to, you're, you're trying to be this type of person. But then when I actually put pressure, enough mm-hmm. pressure to say, hey, this is what I need out of you. And he came back and he said he's not ready. That's all I needed to know. So what, like, what kind of pressure? You want me to fulfill this type of role in your life. Mm-hmm. You want to sleep in my bed. You want mm. me to wake up to you every morning. You want me to provide for you sexually, mentally. So there are things that I need from you. I need to be taken care of. I shouldn't have to take care of everything by myself. And then that turned into, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for a family. I'm not ready to move in. I'm not ready to do this. I'm not ready to do that. So what are we doing if that's the case? So like, is that even you pressuring them or just setting an expectation? I want to say, yeah, setting an expectation, not even pressure. But if you tell me you want me to do all of this for you, but you're not willing to make the sacrifice to actually put in the work. Mm-hmm. What are we doing at all? We just shouldn't be doing any of this if that's the case. Big facts. That's facts. Do y'all feel like that there was a point of any time y'all were able to be vulnerable with a man? 
there were times, um, but then that also comes with people throwing shit back in your face. Yeah. Uh. During moments, I'm going to say moments of weakness, but you know, when you, you're going through some shit and you let them know, hey, this is how I'm, this did, this made me feel a certain type of way. And then you throw that shit back in my face. So it's like, why am I even being vulnerable with you? Why am I telling you my insecurities if you're just going to throw it back at me? Yeah. yeah. That was my ex-husband. He used to always just like throw back shit that I would say mm-hmm. or like stuff that I like confided in you about like mm-hmm. when I wanted to be vulnerable like about my dad or like my mom like he would yeah. throw that stuff back at me in arguments like do you know how that what that does to a person yeah it's like now it makes you shut down it's yeah like, like now wanna... I never like I feel like I'm at war with you like I can't tell you anything yeah so for a long time I just didn't tell people stuff because I don't know how you're gonna react I don't know if you're gonna throw it at me I don't know if you're gonna use it so yeah but now i think i'm able to like slowly very like dip in my toe in <laughs> dip in your pinky toe in. yeah like i can be vulnerable with someone and then like i'll see how you handle this before i give you something else yeah <laughs> so if y'all couldn't be vulnerable with your partners who would y'all confide in or did y'all confide at all god <laughs> I think I bottled a lot of shit up. Yeah. Um, and it's hard. Like, I'm going to say hard at being in a relationship and then going, having to feel like you have to go to someone else to, t- to talk about things you should be able to talk to your partner about. Mm. Um, I used to do that a lot with my best friend, but I felt like it was kind of like cheating in mm. a way because I'm coming to you about personal shit that has nothing to do with you. But since I can't talk to him, I have to, I have to give it to somebody. Mm-hmm. But then that comes with outside yeah. outside influence, which is not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was just hard. So a lot of shit I just kept to myself. I feel you. I felt like in my last relationship it was like that. Um not necessarily it was just really when it came to um like work aspect because we had two different views on work you know i want to be an entrepreneur she's in corporate america so some of the stuff she would want to talk to me about i would just be like they ain't treating you right you could just leave because mm-hmm. you know i'm a big component if you ain't treating me right you know my worth i'm dipping out i'm not staying where i could be doing better right but looking back on it now it's like maybe i could have been there for her more in that aspect mm. because you know it's just seeing the short side is like they i don't feel like they treating you right so find something else because mm-hmm. that's what I would do. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be in a place to where I'm unhappy just because I'm comfortable. Right. So. I know in my, when I was married, um, I had another friend who was married. So we would, like, confide in both of our husbands weren't shit. So we would, <laughs> <laughs> so we would confide Sheesh. in each other a lot about, like, and encourage each other, like, girl, don't stay with it and shit like that. But I like now looking back on that, I realized how, how unhealthy that was because mm. it's really not healthy. You know, mm. like you should be able to talk to your spouse. And if you can't talk to your spouse, then like y'all need to figure out therapy or like bringing in a pastor. But like, like Dia said, when you have like that outside influence, mm-hmm. that outside noise, it really clouds up what's already clouded. Already clouded, you know? right? So now current day, I have a therapist. I pay her. 
so I talk to her <laughs> about what's going on. And I really try to get myself out of the habit of like talking to my friends about certain things. It's not because I don't trust them, but right. I don't want to give it to you. And I don't necessarily want your perspective to mess up what I already know I want to do. Right. If that makes sense. So would, sense. would you having a therapist with that? Trying to see how words would that eventually make it sense to be able to talk to your partner when time comes because you already know how to be vulnerable with somebody else? It definitely helps. Okay. Like she is the goat. <laughs> it definitely helps. And it just allows you to like make sense of the shit that's going on in here and mm-hmm. then like, okay, well, this comes from this. And I don't necessarily want to be this way. So can you help me come up with a way where it's like I can deliver whatever it is that I'm trying to do, but, like, still do it in, like, a respectful manner where I'm not, like, spazzing out on him and shit like that. <laughs> spazzing out on <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me. Because <laughs> bitches be crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, especially when they fall in love, they ten times crazy. Yeah, yeah that is. Or you give them good dick, that's, that's, that's that 15 is, times crazy. For like, sure. It know, is what it is. Yeah, listen, that's, I guess that's, sure. the, that's the territory, right? That's, yeah. that's what comes with it. Um, what does y'all, your next relationship, what does it have to look like? Mm. I can't give you a concrete answer because shit changes every day. Um, but it definitely has to be set on a foundation of, of peace. Mm -hmm. Peace is the first thing and transparency Mm. and it has to be gotta have a relationship with God. That's facts. Period. I would say, um, for me, first thing is like having that foundation, that godly foundation. That is so non-negotiable. Yeah. But then I also just want to build our relationship on our friendship. Mm, like I want fair. to be friends before we're anything. Okay, so let's touch on that really quick because I feel like, right, it's a fine line between that. Between Wanting to be somebody's friend and want to get to know somebody. Because if you are too friendly, I don't think you come back from that, if that makes sense. Or is that a real thing? So, like, if you are, like, friends with somebody and you... It's just to be a friend somebody and make your intentions known that you want to be be with them, but also want to try to get to know them. Because I feel like, personally, you can get to know them and then develop, like, a friendship over time as opposed to trying to be friends first and then getting with them I just feel like that's hard to do because I feel like once a woman sees you a certain way it's kind of hard to get out of how she view you in regards to like the friend zone Mm -hmm. I think that I don't want to say that the friend zone doesn't exist but I kind of feel like you pick up when someone is interested in you and you're interested in them like that's already there unless at least that's how I feel you know mm-hmm. like you know you know when you're feeling somebody and you know when they're feeling you so I feel like I don't need someone to tell me that like hey I'm trying to get to know you da 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 but let's just be friends I feel like I just could prefer things to just kind of flow naturally mm. or it's like okay I know you're feeling me and I'm feeling you I'm cool with where we're at right now maybe eventually like we'll take it somewhere else but right now we're cool Okay. Just be cool. Just be friends. I was I posted something. Well, this girl posted something on Instagram yesterday that like rang true, 
And it says, truth is, I don't think anyone should be dating until they're okay with the outcome of the encounter not ending in their favor. Yeah. No one should date until the possibility of heartbreak won't break you. Mm. I saw that today. And that's kind of where I am right now. Because it's like, when you first find out that you like someone... Ideally, the first thing that pops in your head is like, I want to know where this could go. Mm-hmm. And you never think about the possibility of like, what if this shit doesn't go the way that I go? But you're already attached. You've already said, you've already set your mind that this is going to be your person. And then shit doesn't end up well. Mm-hmm. It's like, you got to, your, your mind has to be right, first of all, mm-hmm. before going into any situation, but especially dating someone because you never know. That's right. Like, people confront to be whoever they think <laughs> they want to feel like they want to be, like, like for years. And then out of nowhere, it's just, like, shit hit you less feeling. You're like, have you been this person the entire time? But I've just been blinded about what I thought you could be, mm-hmm. not who you are for real, for real. So... And people can only pretend so long. They can only pretend so long. Yeah. And that's why I think having that friendship is just so crucial. Mm -hmm. Because one, like, I know at least, you know, for me, like, I will never do my friend dirty. Right. So it's like, that's why it's so important to just, and I feel like a lot of people miss this because they're so focused on, like, what this Mm. could be and all the butterflies and the fairy tales. But it's like, if you guys just do the work and work Mm -hmm. on the foundation, which is your friendship, it may have a much better outcome. Mm -hmm. Even if it doesn't end with you guys being together, you still have this great friend. Right. Right. Maybe patience. Patience. That's what it is. A lot of people don't got patience, though. Because, so, like, that's what I'll say, right? And this is just from my experience. Like, me, me, Tyler, and Warren were talking about this. Like, um... when a girl wants you, she wants you, right? When a woman wants you, she wants you. So if she come over to the crib or whatever, and you tell her, like, nah, not today, most women going to feel some type of way. And you just being patient. Say that again. <clears throat> when a woman wants you, she wants you, right? Period, yeah. So, like, let's say, like, she come over the house or whatever, and she trying to... She's trying to get some... She, she, mm-hmm. She's trying to get some dick. Mm-hmm. And, and you be like... <laughs> And you'd be like, nah. Or she don't want no dick. Or she wants to come over just to cuddle. And you'd be like, if we, if you're not getting on, you, you got to go. But when the roles are reversed, if I go over to chick house and she'd be like, hey, I don't want to give you none. Like, I don't say we have to live with that, but it's like an expectation. We have to be okay with that. But when the roles are reversed, I don't necessarily think women are okay with that i'm not saying all women mm-hmm. i'm saying some women i can't relate <laughs> like, <laughs> it sounds kind of childish to me because it, it's it's a respect thing and it's a boundary thing so mm-hmm. on either side if they're if the boundaries aren't being respected it's like you're just we just don't need to be doing this so if you were to date some if you wanted if you wanted to be with somebody and y'all wanted to take it to the next level yeah and, and he said that i wasn't ready would you be willing to, to wait? Or would you be like, mm. I think that it depends on the person. Okay. Um, and I say that because I'm actually, I was just recently telling someone that I feel like I'm ready to start dating again. But um, there is, like, for real, for real. You guys know how I said it in the past. And <laughs> I'm like, for real, for real this time. There's been a few of them. It was, um... That nigga name was what was, what was his nickname? Who? Um, 
let's is that's beside the point, right? Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's beside the point, right? Like, wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> Let's pause. <laughs> <laughs> continue, continue your sins. Yes. Your okay. Sins. So I, I think that I'm ready to start dating mm-hmm. again, and there's someone that I'm potentially would like to date. Maybe not right now, but maybe eventually. So, although like I wouldn't stop dating other people or like going out, I still know that like okay, I got my eyes on this person, but I wouldn't necessarily wait for him just because he's not ready. Mm-hmm. Just if it's in God's plan, it's in God's plan. I like that. I like that. So, in order for you to get into another relationship, what do you have to work on individually so you know that you're ready? I got a lot of shit to work on. Um, cause I, I'm I'm thinking about thinking back on like past relationships, like the one that I just got up out of was five years. Um, the one before that was three years. That's eight years right there. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 ha- I haven't really like, you know, I'm, I'm dating myself this year. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's a lot of shit that I need to break. A lot of dependency issues that I do have. Um, a lot of expectations of people that have kind of made me sour a little bit. Um, so I definitely don't want to step into another relationship with shit, carrying over shit from past relationships mm-hmm. and pouring that into someone who doesn't have anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of attachments that I have to break within myself. So it's just like, everybody's like, well, you know, do you really need to take a year or can you actually like try to work on that and be in a relationship with somebody else? I just don't feel like it's, mm-hmm. it's fair. Like, this is the first time where I actually have no desire to have any type of attachment to anybody besides myself. And that's taken, that's taken, like, growth because usually, like, there are times, like, I'm fucking lonely. Like, mm-hmm. listen, listen. I'm, when I say I'm going through, like, a major transformation, I throw away all of my sex toys. Guys, I threw away every fucking thing. Oh. Like, <laughs> everything. Like, I had to get it out of the house. Yeah. Because it's like it's like major transformation. Like the mm-hmm. first, the first, I knew there was a problem when I was sexually turned off, mm. where mm. I, I don't have any de- desire to be touched in that way. So that was the first red flag. Like something is wrong. So I have to get to the center of what the fuck is wrong, and actually, I'm okay with being lonely right now. It shit's hard, but I'm okay with it's it. It's definitely hard. So I, I don't know how long it's gonna take. Like I don't know every it's a lot of shit that I have to break and relearn before I can even think about a relationship so at this point. Piggybacking mm-hmm. off of what you said, like I agree with you hundred percent where you were saying um you didn't want to bring that on to somebody else. Because mm-hmm. in my last relationship, after we broke up, she was saying there's some shit we had to work on. And it took me a while to understand like we were together for almost two years. We could work on this shit together. Mm. But I had to realize, like, there's really some shit we both have to work on. Mm-hmm. And it is, you know, if it's meant to be to get back together, it's meant to be. But it was hard to realize that. Because mm-hmm. when you had a vision of playing with somebody and you bought the ring, it was, you know what I'm saying? You was that close. 
like mm-hmm. extremely close and then just like that it's like gone so it took a lot of uh shit crying a lot of like realizing like hey like i had to really get my feelings out of it mm-hmm. and kind of see where she was coming from mm-hmm. so then i could be okay with the situation because for because for a long time i wasn't okay mm-hmm. like that shit that shit hurt mm-hmm. what about you hey and then i'll get back to me go ahead <laughs> <laughs> i would say that i know that i just need to get more control over my anxiety mm. it's just like my brain will start planning the end of shit before it's even began like you get into one argument you'd be like that's the end you'd be like well <laughs> you ain't you got, got to worry about, about me <laughs> <laughs> literally (laughs) where it's like i just need to get more control over my anxiety yeah and just thinking that just like because everything just feels so big sometimes when it's like a qa it is not that that deep it's not that man did not say that (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're making up scenarios in your head this Maybe never happened. Right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but that's why we're in therapy. <laughs> because I got to get more control over that. Or just, yeah. like, constantly. And not even constantly, but, like, maybe excessively. That even sounds like a lot. But just needing reassurance. Like, do you still like me? Yeah. That's I know a- you just came over last night. But has anything changed within that 12-hour span? <laughs> that's a big thing. You know? That's a big thing. A lot of people. I didn't realize... Um, until like I want to say the last three, like three and a half years, four and a half years, like a lot of women need reassurance, mm-hmm. and that's okay. I didn't realize it because for a long time I was. I just told you I love you yesterday. What what you need to know today for like every day, bro. But I feel you. I get it now. I get it. But I saw this tweet, and it just really had me thinking. Where it's just like it basically said that people aren't obligated to reassure you. Like people mm. are not obligated to constantly like tell you how they feel or stuff like that. So eventually, I have to get to a place where it's like. Bro, it's he, bro. He was just here. <laughs> like, you do have to it's talk. Fine. Talk, yeah, talk yourself through. But that's all about like learning, learning yourself. Like it, it takes somebody else to tell you, like, bro, you tripping. Mm-hmm. For you to have to be like, damn, I am tripping. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. For me, um, I would say, well, number one, I really want to move out. Like. Just to have my own shit. Yeah. But rent is so fucking much. Like, just, bro. Like, I'm thinking, like, do I really want to work two jobs just to pay the rent? And like, it's going to go up again. It's going to mm. go up. And I'm just like, ugh. ugh. So, I would say financial stability, just stability in general. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say a better connection with God. Because I have a good mm. connection with God. But when I'm in a relationship, I tend to, like... I would say I guess I would like to have an accountability partner because I slack. Like when I'm in a relationship, my, I'd be so focused on that. I'll read the Bible, but it won't be as much as I need to. And then I'll get in these moves like <clears throat> I'm, I'm more of a rhythm person. So once I stop, you done. Yeah, it's, a- <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Like it, it'll take me a while to kind of get back in the flow, and it'd be like it'd be on my mind. Like I know I need to read the Bible today, and then. 12 o'clock coming I'm like oh, I'll just do it tomorrow And I'm just like Then I gotta remember like Tomorrow ain't promised mm-hmm. Right Like I could say I'm gonna do that Then I get up there And he was like Oh it was tomorrow huh <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there I see what you did 
so I would say that, and I would say just um, I have a tendency when I get into arguments, just to I kind of like like to sit on it for like a day, a day and a half, so I could kind of control, not control, but kind of get my words together instead of being so impulsive. But then also like if you're dealing with somebody that's in anxiety, somebody who's overthinker, that's that's really not that's not. It's just it makes it ten times worse mm. as opposed to trying to just talk it out and then also what else i know for a fact i gotta work on is i'm transparent but if there was some shit that happened in the relationship that could affect us before i got with that person i try to fix it instead of telling them ahead of time what do you mean yeah so like um there's a situation where me and max had a car together Mm -hmm. and she ended up getting a repo but mm-hmm. when I was with Max, I didn't tell her that till after the repo happened because I was trying to fix that situation. So when she asked me, she was like, why didn't you tell me about it earlier? I was like, because I didn't think it was going to come up, honestly. Mm-hmm. And if I would have just been, I guess, more transparent with her from jump, then maybe that wouldn't have become that big of an issue. So it became an issue because you didn't tell her? It became an issue because it was like... If you're not going to tell, if you're only going to tell me stuff when stuff blows up in your face, what else are you hiding from me? Mm. And I, I get where she's coming from. Like I see both. Obviously, I see both sides of it. Mm-hmm. I get where she's coming from, but also it was like this happened way before I met you. So you know, I'm just trying to fix what. Um, I'm just trying to fix the mess I made, but it was more so like come to me about it and then give me a chance to deal with it, as opposed to just not telling me and then now it's an issue yeah so I get it I guess I in my relationship in my past relationship I just try so hard so I want to say not be like Superman but just try to figure out everything by myself Mm -hmm. instead of leaning on my partner because that's what my partner's there for so those are I guess would be the things um, I would have to work on and just when I could wake up and be like, it's all right, I know I'll be fine. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be days where I'd be fine. <laughs> then it'd be days and I'd just be like... It hurts all over again. I'd be watching Netflix and I'd be like, damn, we could have been watching Love is Blind together. Instead, I'm watching this shit by myself. <laughs> <laughs> could have been watching the Tinder Swirler together. Instead, I'm just laughing to some chips by myself. Pretending there's somebody next to me. <laughs> like, You're alone. I get you. Being lonely sucks, but being lonely is necessary. Sometimes it is necessary. Do you want to start a podcast but don't know where to begin? Reach out to The Average Joe Media, a podcast traveling company. They bring their top-of-the-line equipment to you, record your episode, and edit it and email it back to you in just a couple of days. Monthly consultations also come with being a client as well along with affordable prices. All you have to do is talk and they will do the rest. Express yourself, speak your mind, and relax. Let us do the work for you. Go to www.theaveragejoemedia.com to book your session today.
The Baby Daddy Chronicles podcast is a podcast dedicated to fathers of all kinds who are being a positive role model for their kids. This podcast is to uplift fathers and tell their stories. Whether you're a husband, stepdad, baby daddy, or guardian, this podcast will allow you to tell your story. This podcast is available on all major platforms and releases a new episode every other Monday. Follow us on Instagram at Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod and email us at Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod at gmail.com. Welcome to the Baby Daddy Chronicles. And remember, all fathers who take care of their kids matter. Sometimes I'm scared about how much I like being alone. <laughs> That's the thing, right? After you get in a relationship and then like you are alone by yourself, the next person that comes in is like they fuck up once and it's like you got to go. Because at this point like and you know what? I said this on a on a podcast. I feel like and this is no slight to anybody, but I feel like at times I always get the reformed version of a woman so a chance that another man may have had in the past i don't get that chance Mm. it's like oh okay this ain't work out it's a wrap it's not like this ain't work out and it's like oh okay i'm gonna give you a chance to correct it like so for example you know how like y'all get with a man and y'all get this man Chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. He breaks your heart. You heal. You get to the next man, and it's like that first time, boy. <laughs> it's looking a two red flags to me. This looks too familiar. Yeah. So, bro, we gonna have to cut this shit yeah. short. I mean, you can't really blame people. For yeah. Being that way, I, though. I can't. Like, you can't. It just sucks. I can't, but I can't. <laughs> it just be like, damn. Damn, you held, you held niggas down for less. And I can't even, like, <laughs> get a mini redo. Like, <laughs> so you held him down for less. That's why she said, mm, been here, done that. I get you, though. Probably, yeah, I get it. So, I just, there's just too many options. It is. It, you're right. It, it's definitely too many options. So let's yeah. touch on this, and after that, we'll, we'll slide out. Um, few things. Do you, because I asked this on the other episode, do you feel like your man, does your man have to make more money you in order for your relationship to be successful? Because there are women out there that won't respect a man if they make less than him. I saw this um, somewhere on the internet. Could have been one of the social media sites. And it was just talking about how marriage is low-key a life hack. Because, because like, here, like, I feel like sometimes we focus so much on money where it's like, let's say sis is making 50 a year, bro is making 40, that's $90,000 a year. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck are y'all tripping about who's making more? That's facts. Like, it's such a life hack when you think about it. Like, we could be a six-figure family. Mm-hmm. So I guess long story short is no, I wouldn't mind if I made more than he did. I don't see that happening in my life, but 
Yeah. I wouldn't mind either. Um, as long as I'm treated the way that I should be treated, I don't think money is an issue. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't care if you make more than me. Hey, if you if you want a better career than me, then do it. Cause I already know where I'm trying to go. It's going. This entrepreneurship ain't easy. It's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. But I know working for the white man ain't it. Like that ain't. <laughs> I don't understand how other people do it, but. <laughs> It ain't it clocking these people jobs all the time. Like, nah, man, I just be, I be tired. You ever just wake up and you be like, you over this shit? Mm. I wake up every day. Even yeah. if I like the job, I just be like, bro, what I'm making in eight hours, I can make in two hours. And I'm just like. It's that freedom. It mm. is. It's the freedom. It's the freedom. Right. Like, yeah, I may not have like PTO or whatever they want to call it or like <laughs> vacation or sick time, but like. I can make my own schedule. And I think the next, whoever I deal with next has to be able to understand that. Mm. Because, I mean, I'm setting boundaries. Like, you're not about to, before it could be like, hey, you want to record like midnight or some shit. I'm cool with that. Now, no, nah, because I'm 32. I, I, need, I, need, I need a nap. If I don't get a nap, I'm, I'm in bed by like 1030. That's 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 30 plus Twitter talking. That's real. Like, you, you so, so you don't, you don't be needing a nap. Oh, I do need a nap. Yeah, my point exactly. And it's like hit right after lunchtime where it's just like, I can use a good 45 minutes mm-hmm. or an hour to recoup. Yeah. So I think uh, my next girlfriend, whenever that is, has to be okay with that. Like, look, like some days I may make three grand. Some days I may make, well, some weeks I may make three grand. Some days I may make a grand. Mm-hmm. But to just let me to understand that, hey, like this is the type of, lifestyle that i have mm-hmm. and to be okay with it because everybody says they okay with it until i can't chill with you this weekend because i got such and such going on yeah or i got an event or i got a networking thing to go to or something else to deal with so can i ask a question mm-hmm. just in the field that we're in as content creators would you want to date another content creator or or another podcaster mm. i have what was was that good? Um, yes and no. Hmm. It was okay because we could bounce ideas off each other, but I felt like I couldn't really say what I wanted to say because mm-hmm. it was like, so you know how open I was in this past relationship mm-hmm. when I first started my podcast. I was in a relationship. It wasn't necessarily like that. Like we would get on a pod, and it was like it wouldn't be like oh. You couldn't really tell we were in a relationship because she didn't really want that, I guess. Out there. Out there. Yeah. But it was also just certain things I would say, I, you know, we would talk and it would just be like, oh, well, why'd you say that? And I'm like, I don't question you what you say on your shit. So why are you questioning me what I say on mine? I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could do that again, though, because that's that's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it has pros and cons. Pros definitely because they understand the lifestyle yeah. and they understand exactly what it takes. But then again, sometimes the cons could be they don't really understand the industry. Like when you when you're a podcast, you know it takes time to edit, it takes mm-hmm. time to write write like write down shows, like you're gonna be out certain hours. 
It really depends what type of podcast yeah. they are. Are they like a weekly or are they like bi monthly? <laughs> That's the difference. Like bi monthly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? They just have to understand the industry. Yeah. Like even like with me, like working like at bars and shit. It's just like some men see that shit and they're just like, oh hell no. Nah. Like you you're around niggas all the time. I can't. Oh, you have to wear that. Oh no, I can't trust you wearing that. Like it's depends on. Hmm. Depends on the person. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, content creation is anything, right? So technically, you can have like an OnlyFans account, and that's technically content creation. This is true. Like, right. That's like you just got to be. I guess I don't know if I could do it, but <laughs> you got to be secure on your partner. Like I just the difference is right. I have no problem <laughs> if I was dating an OnlyFans model and they saw my girl naked and visualized whatever. That's one thing, but like seeing like them seeing her get pounded on TV like on, on the, <laughs> that's another thing I don't know if I could they like a porn star correct yeah cause it's just like you gotta be very strong because people always gonna talk shit but when you're dealing with a porn star they really gonna talk shit and then you really gotta be strong when it comes to your family cause I'm saying your family ain't gonna prove that mm-hmm. and they ain't gonna give they ain't gonna give they ain't gonna give you that blessing either so it's like fuck them True. That's true. See Mary and your parents. That's true. But I feel like most people, I necessarily don't care. Yeah. But I feel like most people want that blessing. And then also, like, you got to think about, you know, when you have kids, then if she's still doing that, because that's going to live there forever. Somebody going to find out. They're going to be like, oh, your mom was such and such or such and such, and how that's going to affect them. Mm. I was just curious. What about you? What you think? I think that I would one. I think life would be easier to date like a podcaster. Really? I do. Why? Or a content creator because they already know. You know, like they already know. Like, oh, I gotta. They know how it is to try to get four people's schedules together, and then the importance of like not canceling. Like, I know today is date night, but mm-hmm. this person's running late, so you know. So like, they right. will understand like different things like that, or just even like. Bro, like it's hard out here in these streets. Like being a podcaster, so I just think for like stuff like that, it would be easier. But I, I don't. I don't really think about the cons. I wouldn't. If I was a day one, I wouldn't do a podcast with them. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't like. Oh, let's let's say we create a podcast together. Nah, like those fucking YouTubers. Like, nope. like the because couple channels. Yeah, because yeah, like, what I if can't. you what if you break up and all that content is just there? Like yeah. it's just like. Ugh. <laughs> now there's some people that are six like they'll be together have their podcast or their joint thing break up and they can still actively like mm-hmm. do their work it yeah. happens i mean like it, that's gonna be hard like we break up and we gotta record an episode next week depending on how to break up like, even breakups are extremely hard like if, if the person cheat on somebody like that's gonna yeah that's a little tough <laughs> that's a little tough that is a little tough like so me and the first girl who the first girlfriend I had on the podcast, we had thought about starting a podcast together. Mm-hmm. We already had a name picked out. We was like, we can last to this month. We'll start a podcast together. <laughs> and I was just like, if we can make it to that month, and I was just like, woof. Thank God that ain't happened. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. Because like there are some people that are, you know, there's some people that are consistent, and there's other people that just want you to do all the work. Mm. You feel like, you know, you're going to do all the work. What's the point of starting it? Right. I could just create another one by my damn self. Mm-hmm. So. 
But I also wouldn't start a podcast based off of our relationship. That's just but, to me. It's so dumb. okay. Then so how, how, that's a fine line, though. How does that work? Cause is it not to that attend your relationship? Connor's going to creep in there. Like it doesn't have to. Like it really doesn't so, have all right, to. Let's say you you got a man. Y'all start a podcast. It's not about your relationship, but y'all got into an argument. Haven't really resolved that. Y'all record an episode. Then we're not going to record an episode. Okay. I just I don't know. I just feel like if you're dating someone. And you get them on an episode soon on a podcast sooner or later. Something about that episode. It may not be episode one, but it could be episode a hundred. Somewhere <laughs> along the lines, the relationship is going to trickle into the podcast. Mm. Thank God editing exists. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> have to edit out the whole fucking. We're just, gonna, we're just gonna throw this episode away because I don't know what the fuck this that is was. Peak, guys. <laughs> let's touch on this and after that i promise we're out why do y'all feel <laughs> like right because i'm on the I, I, I get both sides i feel like there are a lot of good men in podcasting who don't bash women but it gets offset by the men who bash women and i'm just trying to figure out they'd be like oh men you know don't deserve podcasts and i just be like it's really a small percentage of us that act like that but it gets overshadowed because they're famous like um what's that one podcast fresh and fit mm-hmm. they trash terrible they terrible but it's like everybody Never listen to them you don't want to mm. or just they're terrible oh, hi- really? highly yeah. terrible are those the ones that were fighting recently Mm-hmm. I saw a video. Let me see if I can find it. It was on Twitter. Some podcasters were doing a podcast and some they end up fighting. And I think it was that one. Like this fighting? Yeah, like they got into like two of the guests start fighting with each other. Oh, that's toxic. Goes to look it up. Yo, like <laughs> they're the one. They always go viral because of like the things that they say about black women mm-hmm. and how they try to cover it up. It's like, oh, it's just a preference, but really, it's just it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a preference, or you just don't like black women. That's cool. Just say it. Um, I think they recently went viral because Brittany Renner was mm-hmm. on there. I yeah. watched that one. Yeah, but she, she was on. Her to shreds. She yeah, to shreds. she was on Academics podcast. Okay, so that was that one where they were asking her about when um, she asked him like, "What makes you so special?" Yeah, yeah. yeah that's oh, them. okay, that's okay, them. okay. Oh, I personally think that we need a podcast board of directors. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they were like they were fighting on that one. Is this the one? Yes, yeah. Okay, they were fighting just, on that just, one. No. Just tacky. Just tacky. They're so tacky to me. But I do think that we need like a podcast board, board of directors. directors. Yes. And then like if someone wants to start a podcast, you gotta like write a summary. Do you know how many podcasts there is in the world though? Have a they podcast should get fucking denied that. I don't care. You gotta go through the process. Yeah. Cause some of this shit is just ridiculous. <laughs> like But some some there are some some black men I'm gonna say some Cause I don't want y'all to Be writing to Roy Talking about What the fuck <laughs> None of that shit But there are some black men Who sit back and Purposely create podcasts yeah. Just to demean black oh, women Oh no that's, yeah. that's, That is fact Like and it's just like Let's just say you had A great fucking Two days And then the rest of your week Is shit You're not focusing on The good two days You're focusing on the week The rest of the week That was shit And that's Mm -hmm. That's normally how we do As society We focus on the shit And For some reason That just 
a black man comes over the podcast and they're they're demeaning black women and now you got all black men who feel the same fucking way who are gonna push this shit i don't understand like where do we go wrong as a society to where like black men hate black women because i love my black queens yeah like i don't understand i never understood like the way i say it is right I always joke and say women deserve less, but I really don't think that. I feel like some women deserve less, but not women as a whole. But <laughs> but I feel like, right, half the time we don't deserve y'all. Like when we be when when all these riots and stuff be happening, y'all be on the front lines and I just be like, bro, why can't us as just a species, right? Just get our act together. Like it's, I don't understand. I feel like it's deep rooted in self and self-hate. Yeah. They don't love themselves. They don't like what they look like. They don't think that they're worthy of anything. So they project that onto the black woman. Right. And then the black woman, we're just kind of taught to support our men because that's what we do. Like, I'm going to stand up for y'all always. Mm-hmm. But it's not always reciprocated. Mm. And it's not as a whole. Because there are some amazing black podcasters. Right. Who amazing. talk about amazing topics and they glorify black women. Mm-hmm. Whereas there's others that are trash. and that's fuck. Their parents, I'm not, you know, there's just so, there's a lot of things that are lacking, but it stems <laughs> from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when so like when like these fresh and fit things go viral and you get all those people coming out coming out the woodworks, oh I agree, head ass. Mm-hmm. They hate themselves. Like yeah. you can't convince me otherwise that something is not broken inside of you where you feel like your sister is ugly mm. or your mom mm-hmm. or whatever. How can you ever hate the black woman? We built this country. I don't understand. I don't. I don't be understand. I just be like, damn. Wild. <laughs> I just be like, damn. We be getting a lot of hate, and it's really like two percent of the it, podcast. But the two percent is stands the fuck out, especially because we we don't push great. Like, yeah, we follow the messy shit. The messy shit is always gonna override the ones that are trying to come out and actually like uh-huh. give us our our roses while we're still alive. Give us our flowers right now. But it's just like. America loves messy shit. So if it's messy, I feel like they'd be like, "You want to go borrow talk shit about a black woman?" And then bam, not just be like. Basically, it's like they just they choose views over dignity exactly. every mm. time, every time, just for a little bit of clout. Mm-hmm. And then we have we have places like the Shade Room. I know we all follow the Shade Room and stuff like that, but they are so bad for our culture. They're they really so messy. Are. They really fucking are. And so they're the same ones who share this stuff mm-hmm. on their large ass platform to make it go viral. And like, yeah, so some days they share, you know, the good stuff, the positive stuff. Mm-hmm. But what makes them the shade room is the fact that they're shady. Exactly. And they're messy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I love my black woman. I just want to tell you that. Like, that's, you know, I ain't, I can't, I don't know where I would be without y'all. I mean, you know, that's, y'all can be annoying at times, but that's everybody, right? Everybody. I've, I've accepted that. <laughs> <laughs> she said that so calm. She was like, you know, <laughs> you know, I've accepted that. Like, <laughs> that's who I am. It is what it is. But I really wouldn't have it any other way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't imagine. Because growing up, right, I used to like black women. And then they ain't like me. So I liked white women for like a year. I hate when you tell this story. And they ain't like me. And then I liked Hispanic women. Then I went back to black women. It's just been black women ever since. Because it's like there's nothing more powerful and better than a black woman. Like it's just nobody else is going to understand my struggle. Mm. I want a black man. I want black love. I want black generational wealth. Mm -hmm. Black chocolate kids. Like, y'all, when I was in my interracial marriage, I always felt like I'm missing. I'm going to have to give up so many things. But thank God it didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) 
Thank God. You told this before, but could you imagine God having like, a nope. kid? I would like literally die. <laughs> Yikes. Be like, hey, hey, hey. Hey, Kill, you trying to pot? No, I, I, I got this gremlin with me today. Like, I can't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would die, guys. Thank you guys so much for looking out. Okay, but yeah. Black love all the way. All the way, man. It's lit. This was good. I appreciate y'all getting on. Of course. Um, tell them where they can plug y'all out and where they can find y'all on social media. So y'all can follow the kid, me being the kid, at a moment with a... <laughs> At a moment with they, we're doing great things. I'm dropping some merchandise soon, um, and you can follow me on Twitter underscore Kile. Um, follow me Illuminati, all platforms. But yeah, that's where you can find me. All right, Big Per. Um, you already know y'all can find me, man. Average AT. That's the podcast Instagram. Um, for the Baby Daddy Chronicles, the Baby Daddy, Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod. That's the Instagram on both platforms, on both podcasts. Leave a like, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell another friend to tell another friend to share it with their friend, to share it with their newborn baby, to have them share it with an <laughs> unborn baby that you know. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that the podcast is out. Um, once again, man, if y'all want to start a podcast, www.theaveragejoemedia.com. I'm not going to steer you wrong, as always. Y'all already know. This is an Average Joe Media production. Before we go, I got a new Bible verse. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. I'll see you all next week, man. It's the it's favorite average show signing off. Peace. Thoughts of a